Are you just gonna do that on your own? Hello. Welcome back, baby. To Unbelievable. Episode four. No, twenty-four. Well, episode four of series three. But yeah, but twenty-four episodes of this. So if you've got this oh, far this in, tosh, we're absolutely <laughs> judging you. Katie's falling asleep opposite me. Right. No, I came in pu- pumped up and full of energy, full of beans. I was listening to Kylie Minogue. Chocolate yeah, dinner. great mood. Then I ate a lot of pasta, a lot of garlic bread, a big glass of wine, and a chocolate sundae. And we watched Always Sunny in Philadelphia. We were ready to relax. Now I'm sleepy. This is the thing about a podcast. We are social butterflies now that the world's opened up again. Yeah, we actually have lives to fit this in around. (laughs) So we have to find moments after our bellies are full of pasta to sit and record. Just just for you lot, so you better believe it. And at the weekend, we set our alarms. We're up at the crack of dawn. (laughs) We're sleepy. Sleepy cats Actually, full of cream. <laughs> like, uh, what's his name? Friday night dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so, on that note, let's dive in, shall we? Sit back and listen to another episode of Unbelievable. Right, Emma, I've got an article for you today. <laughs> no change to that, that's it. <laughs> and it's called Jump Into the Void. Okay, we like. We like the void and this references is... to the void in every episode. <laughs> this is cool. Wait, <laughs> I, uh, my head's in the void because I just told you what it's called. But the subheading is called A Woman in the Supermarket Had a Strange Message for Me. Okay. And this is by Danny Mills. Oh, is this the chef? No, you haven't chosen it. <laughs> no, I haven't, but I had it saved. Oh, damn it. So I can't really it. remember it. I remember seeing that he was a chef and sk- I still damn read it. it. We've got to the point where we've read every weird article in the- <laughs> yeah. that's ever been created. <laughs> yeah, I remember Mr. Chef Man. Yeah, we're but- going to have to literally cancel the next series. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> well, can I- is-, is this the guy that we just... Can I do a really, really brief synopsis based no on my memory? Sp- no spoilers, spoilers. Oh, there was a man that wanted to be a chef, so he became a chef. That <laughs> <laughs> has absolutely nothing to do with anything spiritual. No, he jumped into the void. <laughs> yeah, go on, hit me. What was his name? Danny Mills. Danny, go From on. Sheffield. Yeah. And uh, Sheffield is the subject of Threads. <laughs> the film I've recently become All our references are so niche. Like, who who is reading all Chat's I, Fate? All I keep talking about is Threads. Minecraft. And threads like they have actually nothing in common. I'm a forty-year-old nerd. Yeah. Right. So anyone that doesn't know, threads is a nuclear. F- it's a very classic BBC documentary film about the impact of nuclear war in Sheffield. <laughs> I recommend streaming. I it. do want to really watch good. this. Yeah, I'd I'd rewatch it again. But like. it was a piece. It was like a political piece of the time, and Katie's obsessed with it because it makes her feel cold, <laughs> and she just keeps relating everything. Oh, I love feeling fold, fold. <laughs> I am tired. Shut up and read your article. Right, let's read Danny jumping into the void because I'm also about to jump into the void. As I stood in the supermarket checking the prices on tins of beans <laughs> before adding them to my basket, big mood. <laughs> my mobile phone pinged. <laughs> As, as well, like straight away, as soon as it mentioned beans, I was on board. <laughs> We've got a void and a beans. Void beans. A mate had texted to wish me a happy birthday. Who goes shopping for beans? Happy <laughs> <laughs> bean birthday. I shoved my phone back into my pocket with a sigh. Happy birthday? It was anything but. <laughs> I ran out of beans on my <laughs> special day. I'm beanless. 
No money, no job, and not even the slightest prospect of anything on the horizon. <laughs> it's so dark. This is Katie when she says she wants to break a back over unbelievable. <laughs> when I've only got 12 hustles, not 15. The day hadn't got off to a good start. Leanne, my girlfriend, had told me she hoped this year would finally find a true purpose in life. <laughs> Absolute savage, Leanne. Imagine your girlfriend saying that. Yeah, they do say, like, behind every great man is an even greater woman, don't they? What's but this woman's saying? going, don't worry, your life may be meaningless now, but maybe you'll find something you like one day. She was into all that spiritual stuff. That's just straight up being cruel to your man. You need to look out for signs, she said earnestly. Yeah, right, I muttered, rolling sounds, my eyes. He sounds an absolute pleasure to live with. Yeah, what a weird little couple. But, and this is pretty weird, just as I was thinking to myself that Leanne had been talking nonsense. <laughs> so rude, this is in a public magazine. <laughs> a woman further down the aisle started yelling into her phone. Do you believe in magic? <laughs> Just jump into the void, <laughs> she shouted. And as she did, that, she like, turned to look at me. <laughs> Turn to look Beautiful. into the void. No one has ever, ever said that. Yeah, I know. Except so maybe weird. our neighbour that lives opposite. I looked away hastily and carried on shopping. Fair, to be honest. What on earth was all that about? But I was intrigued too. I looked on my phone to see what the word void actually <laughs> meant. This bar was hook, line, and sinker at this yeah, point. Yeah. I discovered it meant a completely empty space. Do you not know? I'm, yeah. I feel like void isn't like a. Yeah. This is what made me laugh word. quite a lot was when it's just like. <laughs> a tenuous grasp on the English language. <laughs> and weirdly, after that, I kept hearing the word void. Because <laughs> you just learned a new word. <laughs> I switched on the radio and heard the DJ use the V word, <laughs> saw it on the title of Books in the Bookshops. I even heard it mentioned on TV. Like, it's just quite <laughs> it's a normal It's just a word. normal word. Like, I think we use it in yeah, daily life. But, yeah, but we're probably not the example to serve. Avoid. <laughs> that night, I told Leanne about my message in the supermarket. As I knew she would be, she was really excited. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, she said, the universe always sends messages. You just have to look out for them. And then this next... Learning a new word <laughs> is not the universe sending you a sign. You just learnt the word void. <laughs> but it is like that. Whenever you hear a song for the first time, you'll suddenly hear it everywhere. Or things like that. Like that Yeah, but that's really just normal. because you're just yeah. aware of it for yeah, the first exactly. time. Like, he would have heard the word void <laughs> so many times, but just not noticed it. Like, what about when your transaction is void? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. That's actually like, such a common one. Yeah, it's so day-to-day. I wasn't completely convinced, but that night while I was in bed, I found myself imagining that I was on the edge of a precipice. So how does he know the <laughs> yeah, word precipice, precipice but not void? And had to jump into the void below. At first, nothing happened, but I was only doing it in a half-hearted way. I, d- I don't understand what he means, that he was half-imagining. like Half-imagining the precipice. It's very clear what he was imagining, so how could he only be half-imagining? Because he, I, I assume he's not believing in it, like he's picturing it, but he's not But he's not feeling it. Yeah, he's like, this is nonsense, I'm right. thinking. I did the same thing night after night. <laughs> this is desperate, man. <laughs> and soon I was able to visualise hurling myself off the edge of the cliff. Hurling? Into the like... void. <laughs> 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 it's 
This is the, a suicidal man. Well, it's not even like it's just he loves the void. <laughs> it's not. It's nothing darker than that. I don't. Think. I think he his just card. Loves the, he loves the void. His card got declined and he lost his mind. <laughs> I'd feel as if I was floating, like I was defying gravity. <laughs> Instead of falling straight down, something was supporting me. See, he's not like trying to imagine like hitting the ground. Well, he... the fact I know he wants to be a chef is it going to be like uncooked spaghetti holding him up? <laughs> Such spoilers. <laughs> Mashed potato clouds. <laughs> is this cloudy with a chance of meatballs? Film like wood. You shouldn't know a cloudy with a chance of meatballs quote straight away. <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> our brother's obsessed with that yeah, film. Yeah, that and Flushed Away is just like weird. It's all our family. Our family. <laughs> We've all built our personalities around those two films. <laughs> and the SpongeBob yeah. movie. Well, just straight up SpongeBob. Yeah. And the Simpsons game. <laughs> but, but not the Simpsons TV show, just to clarify. Yeah. I had a boy walk, like, sort of end a date with me really early because I said I didn't watch The Simpsons. Oh, that's just ridiculous. Simpsons fans don't joke. You just love, like, weird yellow potato men. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Instead of falling straight down, something was supporting me. (laughs) And I kept hearing the voice of the woman in the supermarket, the one who shouted, Jump into Into the the void! I started dreaming about things I could see in the void. It was always stuff you'd find in a kitchen, but with a twist, such as magical saucepans. I don't know what makes a saucepan magical. I I know exactly what that means. No, do you not know what that means? Do you not imagine a floating saucepan with the lid going over like that? (laughs) Like sort of Cinderella style? Yeah, 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 that's exactly what a magic saucepan is. I thought it would just keep making food. No, because he would have to be making it. But That's then what's he... the benefit of it floating and jangling the lid? Magic... Ooh, look at me. <laughs> Opening the lid to Utensils speak. that gleamed from being so well looked after. <laughs> it's not Your magical. dreams are so dull. There was a real sense of alchemy with herbs for healing, spices for flavouring. That's just <laughs> any kitchen. Salt and pepper. <laughs> just go to Sainsbury's and buy some spice. Also alchemy. He knows alchemy and precipice, but he doesn't know the void. <laughs> oh. I started reading recipe books and began cooking for Leanne and myself. (laughs) Within two months of constantly telling myself to let go of my old way of thinking and just jump, I started to see real positive changes. (laughs) So for him, the void isn't a dark thing like you thought. But the void... The void is like a positive thing. But the void is emptiness, isn't it? The void is emptiness, but I guess he's thinking like if he jumps into it, he doesn't know what it is. It could be anything. Quite a positive outlook. Yeah, yeah. But it's just cooking. Just classic How Danny. old is this man? 33, I think it was. Oh, what's yes, he been doing the entirety of his 20s? <laughs> Pot noodles. Go eat. I'd lost my confidence after so many rejections, but now I started applying for jobs in catering and I got more confident with every interview I had. True, it took four or five until I landed a job, <laughs> but I knew I'd get there in the end. And I did. I was offered a job in a professional kitchen. That was three years ago. I started by washing up, prepping food, being a bit of a dog's body. But the head chef took me under his wing. He taught me skills and encouraged me. Now I'm a chef. I love every single minute. So we're hearing a great story of how the void really brought yeah, yeah. Danny to his true calling. If I ever feel stuck, I just take a deep breath and look out for the messages. Leanne was right. The universe really does provide the answers. And Aww. jump into the void was mine. No, isn't that nice? It's a little heartwarming I think, tale for I this don't cold think, day. I don't think it has anything to do with 
anything spiritual. I think the man just wanted a new job. So you don't think the woman in the R was a witch shouting? I don't think anyone shouted that, to be honest. (laughs) He just got obsessed with the void. (laughs) Yeah, he one day thought of it and went, what does that word mean? And since then he went on a spiritual journey. I mean, you have to be very spiritual to write into Chatted's Fate. Yeah, but I think it's just his girlfriend, isn't it? Do you think? Driving I think he just decided he wanted to be a chef and then became a chef, as you said. And then wanted £300 for writing into Chatted's Fate. (laughs) He did say they had no money. So do you believe in the void? No, I don't, I'll be honest. Not at all. You don't jump into the void? No, never. Have you ever jumped in the void? I'm going to imagine it tonight. I'm going to stand on the precipice. What's in your void? Relaxation. I just imagine cookies. (laughs) I tell you with a chance of meatballs. (laughs) Uh, Cookies and... I just had the best pudding I've ever had in my life the other day. Uh, I thought you were going to say that. No, no. It was Oreo donuts with sweet caramel dipping sauce. That tastes too sweet. No, no, it was amazing. Oh, very nice. That's what's your void. Then. <laughs> That's my void. Just you jumping into an Oreo donut. <laughs> well, very nice. Are we are we going to do ratings? Did we even do it on the first two episodes? Yeah, we did it for we the did. other one, but we didn't for last week because we had the same one. Okay. But then, yeah. Well, considering I saw it and didn't choose it, <laughs> but I did enjoy it. I think it was all a case of how you read it. Hmm. I think I'd give you a seven. I think that's fair. I think that's harsh, but I'll, I'll, okay. take, I'll take it. So this one, Katie, is called We Belong Together. Mariah Carey is my guardian angel. Oh, for... She's not even dead. Yeah. <laughs> and this is from someone called Delicious O'Toole in Belfast. Delicious so, spelt just like the word delicious? No, or? delicious with um, S-H, delicious. And Mariah Carey, the living woman, yeah. is her guardian angel. Yeah. Okay. So what are your thoughts already? Nonsense. Okay. Well, looking in the dressing room mirror, I checked one last time that my makeup was perfect and that not one hair on my long curly wig was out of place. I smiled at myself, ready to go out and face <gasps> my audience. I've seen this one! <laughs> <laughs> As gorgeous singing drag artist, delicious O2. I have actually seen this. I've got this saved. That was for me. Thanks, Mariah. I whispered. My idol Mariah Carey was always in my head whenever I went on stage. I'd interact with the audience, but it was Mariah I'd channel if I was asked any awkward questions. But that's not her being your guardian (laughs) angel. That's just you taking inspiration from someone. That's not what Delicious is saying. (laughs) If it was something I didn't want to answer, I'd do what Mariah always does. I'd coyly smile and avoid the answer by saying, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Or I don't remember. What I want which is personality on stage (laughs) and so specific to mariah carey by saying i don't know when you don't know the answer to your question that's also every politician (laughs) was there a christmas party in downing street last year i don't know i don't remember (laughs) i have a speech and language disorder on the asd spectrum and although i've made great progress from when i was a child who could barely speak i still struggle when put on the spot i often say the wrong thing because i struggle with finding the right words Yeah, but you're not selling yourself as a drag artist and a performer. No, you can have, like... So far, we know that they don't know what to say and say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you got to let... you you got to accept everyone. <laughs> well, what but ever written that? Not only did I have this to contend with growing up in Northern Ireland, but I was a boy who preferred my mum's dresses, makeup and jewellery to football or typical boys' toys. I never really came out, as everyone knew I was gay before I even knew myself. 
Everyone always said I had a lovely voice. I always loved singing and I would look at the great divas of Diana Ross, Madonna and of course Mariah, thinking, I want to be like them when I grow up. It was never the male artists, always the female ones. And Mariah was just the one I was most drawn to. But that's fine, but it doesn't mean that it's anything more than that. (laughs) It wasn't just her incredible voice, her beauty, the fact she made it from nothing. It was her soul. (laughs) She doesn't know anything about her soul. (laughs) As I got older, I was bullied and her music was a big escape for me. See, that's lovely. That's good, that's Mm -hmm. showing that she's just a a positive So you don't believe she's an angel? No, <laughs> you can celebrate someone's talent and like if you like their personality and look up to them. That's d- nice. Doesn't she famously have a bad personality? <laughs> <laughs> but like, there's nothing more to it than that. I started writing my own songs and I had big ambitions. I entered several talent competitions, but time and time again, I kept coming up against the same problem. I have a high pitched voice and I sound like a girl, so the voice and the image didn't match. Although I love all things sparkly and feminine, I never felt like I was the wrong gender. I just wanted to be accepted as me. I had started to become very... Yeah, it's nice. It's a heartwarming story. It's just a bit odd. I had started to become very disheartened and I was on the brink of giving up when I went to Blackpool on holiday. (laughs) There was a lady on the pier telling fortunes and my mate and I decided we would get as done for a laugh. A laugh? A laugh. A laugh. Sit down, love, she said to me, beckoning me towards her. Even though I didn't believe in fortune telling, I was a bit scared. This next bit's called Black Haired Witch. (laughs) The psychic looked like a witch with her long black hair. And when she stared into my eyes, it was like she was looking into my very soul. (laughs) Just like our (laughs) neighbour. You're going to be a very successful as a singer, she told me. And my heart leapt. It'll be something to do with Europe, she went on. And I can see a woman, very glamorous with curly hair. You'll have a strong connection with her. (laughs) That was weird. I laughed at my friend as I rejoined her. I couldn't help smiling at what the psychic has said, but I didn't want to make too much of it. She just made it up, dot, 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 right? (laughs) But as the years passed, I thought about it often and sometimes wonder if the glamorous curly-haired woman was a talent scout from from a record label. What? (laughs) What a way to put a spin on it. The turning point came when I went to see Mariah in concert in Glasgow in 2016. I'd been a huge fan for years and I was super excited. It was Mariah who'd kept me going and given me inspiration through the difficult times. And as she began to sing, I suddenly knew what I was going to do. I would become a drag queen. As she began to sing, I suddenly knew what I was going to do. I would become a drag queen and model myself on Mariah. So wait, she hadn't been doing this at this (laughs) point before? Wait, what is the layering to this story? (laughs) She was a Mariah fan. But why is it stuck? (laughs) You don't do the beginning in the middle. I had the vocal range to sing her songs. I just needed to take singing lessons to train my voice properly. That's me with everyone. I don't understand the way this story's been written. It gets creepy. I began studying her style and her mannerisms, watching countless videos of her on YouTube. So you're an impersonator. But I wasn't a tribute act. She was just my inspiration for my character, Delicious O'Toole. (laughs) I recorded one of Mariah's big hits without you. You know. That one. <laughs> and I made my debut. Emma thinks she's absolutely smashed that. She looked yeah, at me so proud. I do. I hit that whistle too. <laughs> no, me and Charlotte, me and my little sister Charlotte, we always do that one part and we keep pretending that we can do whistle tones and we just go. <laughs> I record one of Mariah's big hits without you and I made my debut at Pride that year wearing a big curly wig and fabulous gown singing at a local gay bar. When I put on my costume and stepped onto the stage for the first time, it was incredible. It was like all my inhibitions fell away. 
and I was completely confident. Well, that's lovely. And it just doesn't need to be anything more than that. <laughs> the applause and appreciation was addictive and I never wanted it to end. <laughs> I was performing regularly at local bars, but I still wanted to write original songs and I hoped one day to enter Eurovision. I just didn't know how to go about it. One night in an event, I bumped into a lady with a tattoo of Marshall Mathers, a.k.a. Eminem. <laughs> Why did they put the real like name first? Why wouldn't you just say <laughs> yeah, Eminem? Eminem. <laughs> Of course, everyone knows him and Mariah are enemies. What? Uh-oh, we better stay away from each other. I don't. <laughs> it was light-hearted fun and we ended up exchanging details. A couple of years later, out the blue, I got a call from the same lady who turned out to be a publicist called Elisa Rose. She had worked with former Eurovision winner Linda Martin. Are we meant to know who <laughs> yes. Linda is? Apparently we are. As people who watch Eurovision every year, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> She was looking for someone to host the first alternative Eurovision and asked if I was interested. I couldn't believe it. If it wasn't for that enmity between Mariah and Eminem, I'd have never spoken to her. <laughs> Mariah had once again helped me to achieve a dream with a bit of help from fate. No, you're just good at networking. Like You obviously <laughs> just made a good joke that like landed and was quite I good. I know, it's ridiculous. That year, I got to perform alongside Linda at Eurovision. Who was... the bloody hell is Linda? <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I didn't know that, what is it, Marshall Mathers. Is that bad? I didn't know that was Eminem. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I knew that, that he had like a weird first name. That Elisa Rose. Think was his, but Linda I forgot Martin. what it was. You don't know any of those? No, I don't know Linda Martin. <laughs> Such a boring name. <laughs> Spouse of Marshall. Linda Martin sounds like someone from down the road. Yeah, very you... suburban yeah. mom. That you Sock see at Morrison's. That year, I got to perform alongside Linda at the Eurovision Awards, and it was a dream come true. Looking in the dressing room... No, no, it... that's not your dream. <laughs> your dream was to, like, perform with Mariah Carey. Yeah, like, I know. You, with Mariah. you can't just suddenly make Linda your dream. Linda, Linda Martin's a dream. <laughs> Looking in the dressing room mirror that night, I realised that if it wasn't for Mariah, I wouldn't be where I am now. She's my guardian angel. I often wonder if it was she who was the glamorous lady that saw this... <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> I often wonder if it was she who was the glamorous lady that the psychic saw on the pier. Or me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say it's probably not Mariah Carey that the, the psychic on Blackpool Pier saw. There's a little, just to debunk your theory, there's a little did you know in the corner. Some spiritual people believe in living angels, ordinary human beings that are far more than just that. They have divine light in their hearts. That's not Mariah Carey. <laughs> She's known. Like, yeah, infamous she... diva. <laughs> Delicious O'Toole from Belfast. It's not the one she's looking out for. So... Well, I enjoyed it, but I just don't understand. It's not for me. That's just someone who, you know, is really good, has found someone that makes them feel more <laughs> themselves and, like, has the confidence to do what they want to do. And that's a really good, nice thing. But what about Mariah? That's just his, like, hero. It doesn't need to be anything more than that. You're forgetting the witch on the pier, the very important black-haired witch that told... That was just, like, a, a, an entertainment medium <laughs> that just was trying to make a fiver off him. What about what about the living angels, though? This is all adding up to one conclusion, yeah, but I, and that I is think Mariah Carey is If there is such guiding. thing as a living angel, it's not going to be... Mariah Carey, is it? Do you want to see... It's going to be someone that, like, works down the dog shelter and, like... That's delicious. <laughs> so it looks... The Does, image of Mariah. She doesn't look great, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't look anything like Mariah, though. It's just a... Uh, yeah, they look very, like, like a very good drag queen, but... 
It felt like the psychic stared into my it soul. It just doesn't need to be anything more than someone's found their talent and is good at being a drag queen <laughs> and, like, has landed a good job no, doing no, it. No, no, I strongly believe that Mariah is guiding oh. this guy. Well, where's Mariah getting contact? <laughs> yeah, there's been no contact made with Mariah this whole time. Like, surely it would be a mutual thing. Like, Mariah would be making some sort of choice mm. as a living angel to, like, guide Or you keep delicious. bumping into them or something. yeah. Sorry, you just got a, a hero, and that's fine. She's There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but she's, she's obsessed with Mariah. She's not a living angel. The fact she was studying her mannerisms and speech patterns. <laughs> yeah, but that's just being probably she's quite a angel. good impersonator. Or she doesn't. That's the thing. She's delicious. <laughs> she just likes. Well, he just likes Mariah Carey. <laughs> Yeah, so that was that one. Yeah, I did enjoy that. I actually have that saved as well. Do you? Yeah. I can't believe this, Katie. We're, this is we've reached the point. This is worrying. Oh no, no, I'll find. I just need some more. You Do know, you know what heads we need? I'll dig out some goodies. We need some ITV in there. Yeah, this morning. Yeah, where are all the people? Holly that... and Philip. Where's everyone that sleep with a ghost? Where have they all gone? <laughs> it's been COVID. They've all been quiet. <laughs> they haven't had a chance to meet the little ghoulies. <laughs> But yeah, so what have we had today? I reckon that's a draw for points because there's we've both okay, yeah, we've had them. That's fair. Um, yeah, another another week where <laughs> we both know the other article. So we've broken unbelievable history twice in a row. <laughs> this is not looking good. <laughs> Should we bother coming back next week <laughs> if we disappear off the face of the earth? I'm going to make my Minecraft this. series instead. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to start another side project. <laughs> How do you feel, Emma, after falling into the void? I feel like it was a sweet, sweet fantasy baby. <laughs> I feel like I that can just imagine one. Charlie from Sunny doing his yeah, little dance, the little butt dance <laughs> in his little jeans. <laughs> yeah, I think that was good. We had a chef and Mariah. <laughs> so what? this just shows what state our podcast getting into. <laughs> that really is what we boil down to: uh... the void and Mariah Carey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I'm so tired after just this week. It's bedtime now. I'm saying. Well, I said let's bring in the energy. (laughs) (laughs) We're both flagging now. I think. All right, everyone. Later. (laughs) Bedtime for us. See you soon. Bye, turrets. (laughs) 